Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is for a specific woman. You are always on my heart, but recently you've really been on my mind. All around us, we're seeing evidence of spring. Flowers are blooming. Everything's turning green. It's warming up in most places. Everything is coming to life, right? But today is for the person who feels like they are still walking through a winter season. Because I've had times in my life where it felt like everyone else was moving on with their life and carrying on like normal. And then there was me. And they were fine and I was anything but fine. So if you find yourself still walking through winter, even though the calendar has changed to spring, then today is for you. There is this one tree on our property that I look at every day as I drive by. It's the one tree that always reflects the current season back to me. In the fall, it starts to look bare. The leaves start to fall away from the tree. In winter, it's just so barren and there's just sticks and branches. In the spring, tiny buds appear and then leaves quickly fill back in. And it always gives me so much hope regardless of the season. It gives me hope for the season in my heart that my heart is in that one day the season will change. Just like this tree that I pass by at least twice a day, probably more, just like in nature, that inward season of the heart will change. And so what do you do when you find yourself in this season? If you're like, Kaysen, yes, this is me. I'm like relating hardcore to everything you're saying. This is exactly me. What do you do? What do you do through these seasons? Because it can be lonely. It can be isolating. You can be frustrated. You can be sad. You can be fill in the blank. But whatever it is, whatever you're feeling, I think it's super important to own that and feel it and let it be what it is. But the one thing that's been a game changer for me, and honestly that I'm still learning to do when I find myself in the valleys, is making a decision in that hard season to accept it for what it is and to ask God to help you to make peace with it. I almost said like, just make peace with it yourself. But I think there are some times in life when we cannot do it by ourselves. We've got to have the power of the Holy Spirit. We need God's, you know, peace that makes no sense, peace beyond understanding that this is where you are. This is where God has you. And perhaps maybe just maybe he has you there for a reason and we can resist it or we can surrender and release and learn to ebb and flow with whatever we're walking through. Because at the end of the day, if your circumstances have been anything like mine have been in life, ultimately there's nothing you can do to change the circumstances. There's nothing you can do to make it speed up, happen any faster, or happen any differently. It's beyond your control. And it's not easy by any means, but it is possible. Because just like we talked about in episodes 117 and 118, your thoughts matter so much. And what you choose to believe as you walk through the season matters. And I'm not saying this as someone who doesn't understand how hard this is. You cannot say to me, but Kaysen, you don't understand. You don't get how hard this is because I do. I don't know your specifics. I don't know your certain circumstances and situations and what you're waiting on and what you're going through, but I understand the hard. I understand feeling like you are still in winter, that your heart's in winter when 
everyone else seems like they're just moving about their daily lives as if, you know, you're not having this huge thing going on in your world. So if you missed 117 and 118, go back to those for a refresher, because let's think about this. Is there anything that you can do to change it? The thing that you're thinking of, the thing you're walking through right now, is there anything you can do to make what you're waiting for happen faster or the outcome any different? Maybe, but maybe not. A lot of these situations are out of our control. When we think of winter seasons, maybe you think of silence, you know, silence with God, distance, like where are you? Waiting, longing, yearning for change, but not seeing it come. Like, God, what in the world is going on? Or I didn't ask for this. Or I didn't see it going this way. And I don't want to be right here. Maybe winter seasons look like wishing your prayer would be answered, but it seems like God's nowhere to be found. And it's hard to trust that things are still working correctly in winter. Like, are you still here, God? Are you still working behind the scenes? I tend to feel broken in winter. When I'm walking through winter seasons of the heart and in life, I hang in there for as long as I can in my own strength and my own willpower, but eventually I grow weary and I want to give up because winter sometimes like metaphorically and on the calendar, like in our everyday lives, like winter, the winter season feels like it lasts forever sometimes, forever. Spring comes at exactly the right time every single year because I'm always thinking to myself, Lord, if I went one more day without sunshine and warmth and without seeing green and life, God, I just feel like I was so close to giving up. I was on the verge of just like giving in and It's hard. It's hard to walk through winter. I walked through a season like this for close to two years. You know, the seasons on the calendar changed, but what I was living through and walking through did not. Trying to get pregnant was one of the probably top five hardest things that I've ever walked through to date in my life. And I lived in what felt like winter during what seemed like 20 years instead of two years. I was barren. My womb was barren. But do you know what I learned through that time? God loves barren women. He loves barren women. In your barrenness, he is still working behind the scenes. You don't see it. I don't see it. In fact, we see no evidence of it at all, depending on where you live, maybe in winter, frost and snow pile up. You can't even see the ground, much less what's happening under the surface. And looking at things surface level, Maybe you, like me, are tempted to give up because this is getting really old and you're really tired and ready for change and it seems like nothing's happening. So God, where are you and what's going on? But we know intellectually the truth that God is working all things together and we see his promises in scripture and we see examples of barren women in the Bible that he loves And one thing that I held on to, and I still do when I'm walking through winter, is the hope that God came through for those women and those stories. He did miracles for them. He's come through for me before in my own life. He's come through for others around me. So I believe he will do it again. I believe he's the same God that he was then, the same God that these Bible stories are about the same God that has come through for me before. I believe that he's the same God today or when I'm walking through these winter seasons in my life. 
we don't feel it. We don't feel all good and full of faith and joy and peace and ready to go, but we can choose it intellectually, right? Even when we don't feel it. And maybe it won't work out how I want it to. Maybe it won't work out how you want it to. Maybe you don't come out of winter and into spring how you planned, but you can trust that his ways are always higher than ours. And it's a deliberate choice to choose that. Because you can definitely choose not to. You can choose not to hold on to hope. You can choose to give in to winter and, you know, give in to hopelessness and despair. And that leads to a deep, dark pit that none of us want to be in. But ultimately, it's our decision to choose the truth, which is that he always has our best in mind, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. And so maybe it's not a baby you're waiting for. Maybe you wouldn't consider yourself to be barren in the traditional context, but when you look it up, barren just means bleak and lifeless. So what areas in your life feel lifeless? What is it you're waiting for? What are you longing for him to change? Where have you grown weary in trusting that God is going to come through for you? Why is it that you feel like you're still living through winter When everyone else is enjoying spring and, you know, their lives seem to have evidence of life and God's goodness and God's faithfulness. But what about me? What about me and my life, God? Have you forgotten about me? We recently talked in my Bible study about how people in the Bible said to God, don't you care? And I find myself asking God the same thing. It's like, don't you care, God? Don't you see me? Don't you see me here in the struggle? Ruth Cho Simons beautifully writes that the winter season of the heart is the waiting season, the season of goodbyes, the season of losses, and the season when we're just not sure if we'll survive the bitter cold. And I've definitely walked through winter, in spring, in summer, in fall, in repeat, and it didn't seem like winter was ever going to end. So what are you walking through right now? And what can you do in the meantime? I just want to share three practical reminders as you're walking through this season. And this doesn't come from someone who knows it all, has it all together, never struggles with this. These are things that I have to remind myself of when I find myself in these seasons, just like you're walking through and just like I've been through before. The first thing is that waiting and even resting is not passive ever. Because you are making a conscious choice to wait and rest and to hide yourself in the shadow of his wing. And that requires intention. And it is an active thing. It's not passive. I'm not saying that there's work to be done and that you need to hustle and hustle and burn out and strive really hard and try as hard as you can. Check all the boxes, you know, while you wait or as you rest. But what I'm saying is you can make a choice to remind yourself of the truth every single day and throughout the day as you walk through this winter season. Which brings me to number two, to fix your eyes every single day. Allow God's love and his grace and truth and mercy to wash over you, whatever that looks like. Maybe you're not in a season where you can get up a little bit earlier before your kids. It's fine. I'm not trying to convince you of a morning routine, okay? I'm just saying to fix your eyes on the Lord Every single day. For me, it does often look like a meditation practice or a few moments of silence. It doesn't have to be hours just to sit with him uninterrupted and undistracted, choosing to fix my eyes on him and trust that he's working all things together behind the scenes. He is growing roots down in your life, deep roots that will bloom 
We just don't know how, we don't know when, but we're going to hold on to hope and we're going to hold on to faith and trust that we are going to see that fruit in our lives come to pass. We're going to see it. You will see it. The third thing is that he helps your unbelief. We recently talked about doubting Thomas in that same local Bible study, and I was reminded again how kind God is to us when and even though we doubt. A friend shared this with the group. She said, you know, Jesus never once condemned Thomas because Thomas tells the disciples after Jesus has resurrected, he appears to the disciples, everybody except for Thomas, and they saw Jesus. They saw the nails in his hands and marks and everything, and and they tell Thomas about it, and he's like, uh, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, I'm not believing that, which, let's be honest, like, this is me. If I'm being honest, I would have I would have been Thomas. I would have said the same thing. I don't know that I can believe that unless I see it for myself. And eight days later, Jesus appears to Thomas and shows him the exact proof that he needed in order to have faith and believe. Again, we see a period of waiting in scripture. We see God working in the waiting. He has purpose in our waiting. And we can choose to believe that he will show up for us just like he did for Thomas. And the Holy Spirit is actively working on our behalf even when we doubt. Even when it feels like you've given up, when you have lost hope, it's okay. You know, God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn us, but to save us. So there's no condemnation for you if you feel like, well, okay, son, it's already too late because I've already given up hope. So, so much for that. It's okay. We can come to him honestly and authentically and say, Lord, I want to believe. Help my unbelief. It's really, really hard for me to choose truth right now. Would you supernaturally help me to do that through your spirit? And so I just wanted to share these three things, practical reminders that you can apply to your season, that waiting and resting is not passive, that, you know, the reminder of the importance of fixing your eyes on the Lord every day and that it's okay if you feel like you can't believe you don't have enough faith, you're not strong enough, lean on the Lord. He says, come to me. If you're weary, if you're carrying heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest. That's all he wants for you. I want to take a minute and pray for you as we close, if you will let me. Lord, thank you so much for this beautiful soul. God, I pray for her as she's walking through this winter season. Lord, I know what this is like. Remind her she's not alone. And most importantly, remind her that you see her. You are El Royai. You're the God who sees us. Lord, you see her in this season the winter season of her heart and the things she's walking through. God, you know her, you are close to her and you are working things together for her good. And she might not be able to see it and there may not be any evidence of it. And she might not see it for a long time, but God, I pray for a fresh anointing from the Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit, you would fall on her and just renew her faith, reignite her faith and help her to run hard into you lean on you, fall into you, allow you to carry her, God, as you carry her burdens and as you work all things for good behind the scenes. Lord, help us to trust it. Help us to name it and claim it and believe it that you are good even when this doesn't feel good. And you are here even when it doesn't feel like you're with us and you see us even when we feel unseen. God, we love you. We praise you. And we thank you so much for this time together. Amen. 
Thank you so much for being here with me today. I pray that this blesses you and encourages you. And if it does, would you leave a review letting me know how it has impacted you and or share it with a mom friend who you think it may encourage as well. I will see you back here next week, same time, same place.